0: It doesn't really box you it just shows you some patterns and the more aware you are of those patterns the more likely it is you will be able to have um, empathy towards yourself and understanding and love because mm, it's very I love that. To, to to have that relationship with yourself it's kind of like knowing what your um you know love language is or your attachment style it's some information about yourself that you can make great use of you don't have to be a fanatic as i said but you can definitely um you know draw some really relevant things from that place
1: So let's talk about each letter and what each letter means, and then we can get into the temperaments of each group. Sure. Okay, so um,
0: a basic overview of the letters Uh, we've got E or I, extrovert or introvert. And contrary to what it means in our society, because it's a bit different. Cognitive extroversion or extroversion means that you're more likely to um, identify yourself with the object, with the outside. So it could be people, it could be situations, it could be concrete objects, but you're more likely to project your mental energy onto that. Whereas introversion means you're more likely to separate yourself from the outside, from the environment, and focus your attention on what's going on inside of you rather than outside of you. Mm. So it's more of a preference about where your energy flows. Of course, we find correlations that. A lot of the times, extroverts are indeed more talkative and outgoing, but it's not always the case, and that's important to understand when talking about this.
1: Right. Um, oh, question. Got- Sorry mm-hmm. uh, does it does it have anything to do with how you recharge, being extrovert or introvert?
0: Yes, to some extent, extroverts are more likely to draw energy from the outside world, interacting with people, doing new things, uh, getting out there and experiencing something. Whereas introverts are more likely to get energy from their inner mm-hmm. world. So that could mean spending time alone or just kind of withdrawing, even when they're with, with other people, but withdrawing into themselves mm-hmm. to, to, to kind of like recharge. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's also um, a facet of this. Right. Okay, um, then we've got N or S. N stands for intuition and S for sensing. So as I said at the beginning, um, intuition is more about focusing on the abstract, focusing on ideas and concepts and dealing with those things um, over dealing with concrete practical things or realistic things. Whereas sensing is more about reacting to the environment, dealing with facts, dealing with concrete information, with practical things, being more realistic, more down to earth. Right. Um, Then we've got thinking and feeling, so T or F. Uh, Thinking means that when you're making decisions, as a thinker, you're more likely to prioritize objective things, logical things, whereas feeling means that when you make decisions, you're more likely to prioritize um, subjective things like feelings and values and social aspects and so on. And then we've got J or P, judging or perceiving. Um, Judging means that you're more likely to function well in a structured environment, in a more organized environment with a clear deadline, a clear structure. where, and you're more likely to prefer deciding before just observing whereas perceiving means that you function better in a more flexible perhaps even spontaneous mm-hmm. environment that is just a general definition things can be more detailed than that right. if we look at it it's like you
1: types. can be a j and you can still show spontaneity you can still of like course. you know do things go with yeah. the flow but m- yeah. most of the time you would prefer to mm-hmm. have an organized detailed plan rather than just yeah. like you know going with the flow
0: yeah. And a misconception a lot of people have in the MBTI community online is that being a perceiver means that you're disorganized and well, lazy no, <laughs> and lazy. Exactly. But that's not true because I know so many perceivers who are actually very organized because yeah. they train their, their skill in themselves. They train to be disciplined.
1: Yeah. And this is why I just think it's so important to take this test and learn about your personality type, because when you learn that you naturally tend to be a little bit more um, unorganized than, let's say, someone who is a high J, then you kind of keep an eye on that. You kind of see where, like, your weakness comes from and you're like, oh, I'm going to wake up and create a list of tasks that I have to get done today because I know if I don't, I just get distracted and busy with my day and forget where the time went and then it's evening and you're like, oh, I didn't do any of the stuff that I had to do, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like in that way you can help yourself evolve when you know your weaknesses and you have an eye on them. Um, But something that kind of like rubs people the wrong way when it comes to these uh, personality type tests is that, um, and this is a big criticism of um, Myers-Briggs test, is that Mm -hmm. people say, well, I don't want to take the test because I don't want to know what my type is um, because that puts me in a box. That dictates to me what things i'm not good at and what things i'm naturally just you know not Mm -hmm. (laughs) developed in Mm -hmm. and that restricts me to express myself freely and i don't like that um have Mm -hmm. you ever like had that criticism have you ever heard someone say something like that yes (laughs) a lot of
0: times yeah especially in real life Mm -hmm. and um what i said was well it doesn't really box you, it just shows you some patterns and the more aware you are of those patterns, the more likely it is you will be able to have um, empathy towards yourself and understanding and love because mm, it's very that. important to, to, to have that relationship with yourself. It's kind of like knowing what your um, you know, love language is or your attachment style. It's some information about yourself that you can make great use of. You don't have to be a fanatic, as I said but you can definitely um you know draw some really relevant things from that that place.
1: Yeah, I love how you said you can have more empathy for yourself because it's like a lot of times you 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 have that pattern again as you mentioned you have that pattern in your behavior where you constantly behave a certain t- a certain way and mm-hmm. let's say after you do it like you I don't know do something that you don't per se like and you wish you could be the other way and you get angry at yourself because you're like well how come you didn't fix it when it happened the other 90 times or the other whatever Mm -hmm. amount of times um instead of getting mad at yourself you can kind of understand that like oh wait this is kind of like my blueprint this is how i naturally tend to be Mm -hmm. of course you can always like develop yourself more and enhance yourself and like do better Exactly. exactly but that's how you naturally are and it's not just to define people as a type but to just define a, a framework of holistic self-development like um a self-reference system for mm-hmm. just like a really good frame um exactly. for you to start yeah. developing yourself mm-hmm. it's like wouldn't and also- you mm-hmm. go ahead
0: Sorry, um, I was going to say that because I said about empathy towards yourself, mm-hmm. it also gives you empathy towards others because you realize that mm-hmm. they're not acting like this to make me mad. They're acting like this because they think of it differently.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, 100%. Like, I've had so many friends that I always thought to myself, if I didn't know about this whole personality type, I would not I would stop being friends with them. Because you. <laughs> s- because instead of taking things personally, um, you start understanding that like, no, it's not it has nothing to do with them. It's mm-hmm. like this is just how this person functions. Take mm-hmm. exactly the Sha it up. Stop when the clock hits 13. You've been working but you're flirting with the weekend. you can freak out.